0: I'm not even sure how to follow that up. Just kinda we could just end it right now and just celebrate and be glad. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we as we come into your house today and we celebrate what you are done, what you have done through us and in us and around us, we worship you. We pray, Father God, that our eyes and our ears and our hearts would be open to what you would have to say to us today. In the name of Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you enjoyed the morning so far? If you enjoyed the celebration? It's been, it's been quite a summer, and I'm not sure where it all went. Uh, it was kind of a blur at times, uh, but it's always a treat. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Tony Buxton. I'm the youth director here. College Hill Presbyterian and I work with some amazing uh, people who make these summer things happen. Uh, one of the uh, people that you, we, we have a few interns that you haven't uh, seen up here. Uh, Emmy Benson was a children's ministry intern, but she had to go back to school already. And then uh, Sarah Reeder ha- is responsible for doing some really cool stuff. One of them is the hot off the press a lot this, uh, this summer. And if you pull this out, don't throw this away. Now, I know you guys never do, I know, um, and don't read it while I'm talking, and I know you never do that when Pastor Drew's talking, but this has got some really cool stuff in, and Sarah has, has really served us this summer by helping Linda Crank in our communications office do some really cool stuff, but, but this is the Reader's Digest of the summer. So, so pull it out, take it out, stick it on your refrigerator and just say, you know what, every time I go to the fridge this week, I'm just going to thank God for what he's done through the community of College Hill Presbyterian Church this year. You can put them away now, I'm going to talk. I'm looking, okay. It's so cool. I, I was so glad that that interview... Uh, with with Sydney was right before I got to say something because it's neat to see when a a girl just going into the sixth grade gets it gets it gets what it's all about and I'll tell you what I mean by it in Galatians five thirteen fourteen it says this you my brothers were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we get two things from that. One is don't use your freedom to indulge our sinful nature. In other words, Christ has set us free. We've been talking about that all morning. We heard about it in in a skit. We've sung about it. In music, we've seen it through his creation, as Emmy was talking about. But, but he, he set us free for a reason, not so we could just go around and run around crazy. In fact, it, it made me think back uh, earlier this week when I was preparing this. I, I was thinking back, and this takes some doing now. Uh, I was thinking back to when I got my driver's license. And uh, for some of us, it may have been uh, just a few weeks ago. For some of us, it may have been a few decades ago. And uh, some of us are going, wow, we had cars back then. So I don't know. But I remember getting that wonderful piece of plastic in my hand and going, I am free I remember hopping in my mom's 1969 ambassador, (laughs) which is relatively the size of this section of pews, for the first time and going, I am free. But see, the thing is, with that little piece of plastic, with that freedom came a little bit of responsibility. It didn't mean that I could just drive around and mow down a few cats as I saw them, though that would be a service to our neighborhood. I'm not a cat lover. I apologize. For those of you who are cat lovers, we'll be praying for you afterward. Um, It didn't mean that we could just go joyriding with no responsibility or just running around doing whatever I want. There were some things that came with that. and That's what Paul's talking about here. Don't use that freedom. But instead, here's the cool part. Here's the best part. Here's the part to focus on. Instead, instead, use that freedom to serve one another. Use that car to go get groceries for your grandma. Use that car to go take your friends where they need to go or, or worse yet for some of us, uh, go, go use it to take your little sister to her thing. Your little brother. You're the cab driver now. There's a responsibility. Serve one another in love. And that's what Summer Ministries is about. There are a couple things also you can pick up. If you go over in the Main Street hallway, there's a, a children's table. There's some really cool stuff. There's some information about what Children's Ministry, Family Life for Children does here at the church. Really cool stuff. Uh, there's also a youth table, and in some of the literature racks, uh, there's a couple things. There's a confrontation point report. It looks just like this. If you want to know what those amazing junior high kids did by serving people in Appalachian, Tennessee, grab one of these. There's some cool pictures. There's also a Budapest report, and I invite you to take, take one of these. Take two of these. Give one to, you know, Aunt Beulah in Minnesota who, you know, supported your kid. And read about it. There's some cool stuff that happened. And God's a big part of it. And we've we've seen it through the whole summer. Through the outreach and the block party. through, Through impact ministry. Through City Cure and Ron Witt. Through the swim ministry. And sunlight power. And numerous other things that, you know what? If we went on forever and ever and talked about all the amazing things that happened, we'd have to cancel our reservations at Perkins and sit for another couple hours. But I wouldn't do that to you. I wish we could name them all, but here's what we're going to do instead. If you participated this summer, if you were an intern, if you were a Sunday school teacher, if you were a swim ministry coach, whatever, if you went on a sunlight mission trip, whatever you did, and like I said, there's no way I can remember all of them. I apologize if I missed you, but but. This is your testimony. If you participated in something like that, I want you to stand up right now where you are. Don't be humble. Stand up. Take a look around. Galilee by the sea. How many of you helped out there? How many of you were Sunday school teachers? Come on. There's. Look at this. This is cool, and I think this deserves a clap. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And then one other person I just have to give really a big round of applause to personally is Ellen Bentley. And Ellen was my intern for the summer. And uh, yeah, go on. And um, and uh, she'll be coming up a little bit later to share prayer with you after working with me for three months. Uh, we'll be laying hands on her later. Uh, and she was a, it, it, it. There's just something about coming into the second floor of the ministry center in the summer with Ellen, and Kelsey, and Anna, David, Abby, Emmy, Sarah. There's a life, and I'm going to miss it. And we need to remember these guys as they head off to college and pray for them. That's just my little side note. You, you don't have to take notes on that part. But here's the thing. Serving one another in love. If we, if we take that passage back to chapter 6, I want you to hear this real quick. Because I'm a program person. I can put together a program. And, and I've learned that programs don't always work. Sometimes you just need to throw them out and go with whatever you got. It was, it was very apparent to me in Budapest when you have 8 to 10, 4 to 6-year-olds that don't speak English running everywhere. Um, and I watched Willie Engle and Becca Risch take those kids. And that was one of the toughest groups. And just wrangle them. I watched our entire team break down the language barrier that we had. I mean, we just didn't even expect it. We knew it going in, but you couldn't expect how big it was. And I watched those guys break down that language barrier by serving them in love. It wasn't about words anymore. It was about kneeling down and getting on their level. And it was about hugging them. And at the end of the week, it was about hugs and tears and other really amazing things. In verse six, it says, For Christ Jesus, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. Instead, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. In other words, The programs, the law, the things that you think just need to happen seem to fade away because it needs to be that expression of God's love that that does the ministry, that does the work of the kingdom, that does the really cool stuff. And we're going to see a video in a little bit, and I wish... that thing would be six hours long if we just put all of the stuff in and the pictures go by a little quick. But just pay attention because there's some really cool stuff. So here's our challenge. What do we do with this? It's great to hear words. It's great to see pictures. It's fun to watch skits and praise God through worship. But what do we do with it? This is what it comes down to. Because here's the thing, if we look at it and we celebrate it and go, it was a great summer, I'm going to just take that little picture, stick it in my Bible and use it as a bookmark. Then that's, that's a tragedy. Instead, this summer is just the springboard for the rest of the year. It's the thing that we look back on and go, was that awesome? What can we do for the fall? Where's the winter going to take us? I can't wait to see next spring. I want to see big things happen. And this is just the momentum getter, the springboard for that. So I want to invite you. I want to invite you to open your heart to see where God may be pulling you. To serve in children's ministry. And you go, man, I am not a Sunday school teacher. Can you love a kid? Can you share the gospel? Maggie would love to hear a phone call from you. Maybe maybe uh, the littler kids aren't aren't your thing. Maybe you'd like to invest in the youth. We're looking for youth mentors this year. Give me a call. Looking for people to help with crash. There's always stuff outreach ministry, missions. I mean, we can just go on and on forever. But would you at least leave here being open, saying, "God, show me." Show me where I need to be this year. So as Maggie comes up to pray, let's just close our eyes for a second. How can we serve one another in love? What's he calling us to do? What's he calling me? Insert your name there to do. You can open your eyes. Today, the new directories are available. And they're a beautiful illustration of serving one another in love. And we've seen this, we've seen this picture before in our Church Without Walls series. It's a beautiful picture of our church with the walls blown away. And a view of Cincinnati. As you pick yours up today. As you take it home. Leave it somewhere prominent. So it just kind of reminds you. Of what we talked about today. About moving out. And serving one another with love.
1: Please pray with me. Oh, gracious Heavenly Father, my heart, our hearts are filled to overflowing with gratitude and praise for who you are and for all that you have done in this place this summer. You have poured out your love and your blessings on us in amazing ways. Oh, you have protected us. You have been wise to each day and you have given us grace, unmerited, and we thank you. Lord, you've given us a growing sense of community through the block party in the hands of many coming together. You've given us a growing sense of family as individual families, as a church family, and as a community family through Galilee by the Sea and our church family picnic. You've built and begun to draw us in unity of heart, of faith, and purpose, just as the children's interns demonstrated in their skit. It has been a wonderful summer. Our children and families have been so blessed. Lord, through the Unity Walk and other things, you have continued to build that. You've provided special leading and mentoring the raising up of new leaders and young Christians. I think about the swim ministry. I think about the training that the interns have been beneficial, fitted to have. I think about the way our youth have been stepping out of themselves with an outward focus to share your love, your good news across cultural and language barriers. Just sharing your love whether in Tennessee or in Budapest. Thank you for Ron Witt and Rachel Weirs and all the Impact volunteers and staff who've helped our kids grow into a community in this neighborhood. For our Sunday school teachers and all who have helped in that way to bring our church family to a greater knowledge of who you are. For the next ministry, for our 20 to 40-somethings, challenging each one to take steps out in faith. For our 18 to 25s, growing in fellowship with others across the city. For our resident camp, where we were privileged to see new faith bloom in the hearts of children. Thank you for tweens and other events where our children could bring their friends. And that one of those friends came to know you for the very first time the children made new commitments to you. Lord, for the hospitality, the people who've opened their homes, their swimming pools, their hearts to have us come and play and fellowship and learn about you. Thank you that your hand is always with us. I think of your hand with sunlight power on those mission trips. Lord, thank you that your hand is with those who are undergoing ventures in health. I think of those who are in the hospital and ask that you would provide healing. For Chip Bauman, help him to continue to progress in his therapy so that he might remain at Drake and improve. For Hank Bangard at Montgomery Care Center, Lord, provide healing to his body and refreshment to his spirit. For Chappie, Lord, we thank you for his new knees and ask that you would help him to use them and to regain complete use. For Bill Wester, the way you're healing his heart, and Vera Gustafson and the, her shoulder, Lord, we ask that she would gain complete range of motion and strength. Lord, we know that we have folks who are at home bound with health challenges, Sherry Clark and Eunice Freckman and Jennifer McKinney, and we ask that you would build their health and the health of others who are needing your healing touch. For those who are having difficulties, of all sorts, Fletcher and Jan Merrill and faith in Wally and her family, Lord, would you provide for them? Give them a sense of hope, help them to trust that you know the path that you've laid for them and that it is for a future and a hope. Lord, I would like to pray for comfort and love for those who are bereaved, for Jackie Clark Irwin and her family on the death of her husband, James, on August 8th and to Bob and Susan Fall on the death of their sister-in-law, Karen Fall. Lord, we know there are others and ask that your sense of presence would be with them and the comfort that only you can give and show us how to comfort them as well. Lord, thank you for your call to serve here and afar. I thank you for our global workers, for Larry and Terry Beckler who are in Pasadena. And, Lord, for the privilege of having John and Diane Fowler and their family here, right in our midst this Sunday. Lord, I ask that you would make their ministry exceedingly fruitful. Help them to know that we are loving and supporting them from afar through our prayers and our giving and our interest. And, Lord, plant the dreams that you have for your plans in this world in our hearts so that we might better partner with all who work for your purposes in the world. Lord, I thank you for our children, our youth, and our young adults, and others who are returning to school. Lord, help them to be eager scholars, to be rejoicing as they acquire new knowledge and skills and understanding. Bless their relationships with others and with their teachers, with their peers. Give success in learning. And Lord, help them to see your patterns in this world and find them in their studies. Lord, I'd like to pray for those who are hunting for jobs that you would open doors to them. Help us to network with them to find those possibilities and help them and their families through tough economic times to make the dollar stretch. Lord, you have done the loaves and fishes this summer with food at Galilee by the sea and I know you will do it for these families as well. Help us to share our networks and our resources. Lord, you formed our families and you've named them and you have named our church family, College Hill Presbyterian Church. You've named the Bacons, the Bakers, the Baders, the Kenevens, the Cooks, the Coises and all the families of our church. Lord, please, I ask that you would draw those families near to you and just fill them and center them with your love. Please strengthen us all as families, a church family, and individually. Please, Jesus, dwell in our hearts. Root us and ground us in your love. Help us to understand and experience just how vast, how high, how wide, how deep, how amazing and unending your loving kindness is. Indeed, it is better than life. Lord, fill us up with all of your fullness. Get us ready and help us to join you in your work, in your plans for this world by loving, by serving, by teaching, by sharing, by befriending, by helping, by seeking unity, forgiving, and offering forgiveness, by training up just by being who you made us to be in your very own image, Lord. Help us to live in your image, to go your way, to join your work, to speak the language of love, to be love. We ask that we might bring you glory and pleasure as we go in your name and share your love and life with others. Let us pray together. The Jubilee Prayer. Dear God, make us into your Jubilee community for your glory. Connect us in Jesus, no matter our differences. Lead us to serve the world like Jesus, no matter the cost. Help us to celebrate you, no matter the circumstances. We need you, Holy Spirit, to empower us for greater works than Jesus. Amen. This has been a most amazing summer. I am just overwhelmed by what God has done. And as we come to bring tithes and offerings, I would like you to know that as you give from your treasures, and as you give of your prayers and your worship, and as you give of yourselves, You are making possible the things that you will see in this celebration of praise that's about to show on the screens. Know that this is a special gift to God from our church family, all of us. And I just thank him so much for all he has done through all who've been participating.